Hey there, welcome back to the program. As we get an update on what's going on at Pearson Airport, the whole country really watching what's happening here, especially though in the GTA. And politician after politician wants you to know, the traveling public, that they are outraged about it. They're upset, including Bonnie Crombie, the mayor of Mississauga. Look, I know they're working on it, but it has to happen faster because what is happening now is I think it's unprecedented to any experience, whether you're a business traveler or you're a tourist. You know, it's not putting our best foot forward. We want to welcome people. We are a great destination, Mississauga, Toronto, the entire GTA. We want to welcome people here, and we've got to get them focused on fixing these problems. That's right. That's right. The mayor is upset, not going to take it anymore. Let's cue the mayor of Toronto, John Tory. Well, I will just say that uh, the situation at the Toronto airport is unacceptable, as it presently is. It is just not acceptable. This is the biggest city in the country. This is the economic engine of the country. This is the gateway to all of Canada. This is just not a Toronto problem. This is the gateway to all of Canada. This is the place through which people who want to come and live here or invest here or, or work here, this is where they come first, in, in most cases, by far, in the country. Also outraged, John Tory. Okay, great. Everybody's got to get fixed, got to get on it. Let's get to the Minister of Transport, uh, Minister Algabra. We're seeing similar phenomena at Dublin's airport, at Geneva's airport, at Paris's airport, at London's airport, at Amsterdam's airport. So it's really important to recognize that this is a global context. Having yeah. said that, we have to do something about it. Yeah, we got to do something. Well, somebody's... Who's in charge around here? Everybody's upset. <laughs> so Canadian. Am I right or am I right? And as for what other jurisdictions do or do not do, here's Monette Pasher from the Airports Council International saying, yeah, except for a lot of other places don't have all these extra layers that we have, these rules that are still in place. We really do need to align with the international community. Over 50 countries have already moved on from vaccine mandates and COVID protocols for travel. would like to see Canada do the same. All right. Can we just, can somebody just take care of it? What's really in store coming this summer? To talk about it, Robert Kokonis is president and managing director of AirTrav Inc., which is an aviation consulting firm. Welcome to the program, Robert. Thank you, Alan. All right. What do you see coming in the next month or so? Uh, things are going to get worse. Um, I, I appreciate Meritori this morning offering 25 or so warm bodies from the city to go direct traffic at the airport. Uh, regardless of the fact we wouldn't be able to get security clearance for them in short order, but you know, it's just not going to help. Um, the summer peak is still three weeks away, and, and all the chaos we've seen so far is only going to get worse. And even if we can throw some quicker fixes in there, I'm afraid it's going to be too little, too late, even if there is the political will right up to the minister's office. The minister today was asked any announcement imminent, uh, and he said there would be an announcement when there was an announcement to make. Um, so yep. it doesn't sound like it's, we're going to get any change. But would these changes in COVID restrictions actually make any difference? You know, they would. Uh, and by the way, Monette Pacher at the Canadian uh, Airports Council in Ottawa, you know, she said it right. I mean, there have been 
delays at other airports, notably uh, Amsterdam and a few others, but all of those delays are only related to the staffing shortages countries around the world are facing coming out of the pandemic. Canada is quite unique of becoming an outlier in maintaining these requirements for vaccination status coming into the country this is what we're seeing. Normal processing time for customs is maybe 40 to 60 seconds. We're seeing requirements of upwards of four minutes to clear one passenger. Because of the arrived can app, not everybody fills out all 10 or 12 questions correctly if they do it at all. Um, you know, spot uh, spot checks on on, on random uh, testing of the airports. And, and that's what's happening. We're backing up, you know, 20, 25 flights inbound around the same time. Uh, our airports just weren't uh, designed to handle that. And particularly our airlines are not structured to be able to move staff from delay to delay to delay uh, expeditiously as well too. So uh, again, this this is problems on outbound security screening, different issue, big problem. Inbound passengers coming through customs, immigration, big problem. We have got to drop these uh, these pandemic era protocols. They don't make sense anymore. We are doing real harm to Canada's travel and tourism industry. I'm sure you've seen the viral video now of the former NHL player complaining about Pearson is the worst place on earth. What's what's your take on that? Let me just quickly say that, you know, I, obviously there are problems at Pearson, but doesn't that kind of conflate, doesn't his experience kind of conflate Air Canada with Pearson? And is that correct? Well, first of all, I mean, great that he got the publicity as a former hockey player. I can think of a lot worse places uh, in the world like Ukraine to be in right now. So it's a bit of a first world uh, first world comment, but uh, you know it's it's uh, it, it's tough when you're coming through uh, you know secure, you're going through security and you've got these issues to deal with and it doesn't seem as if anybody's there to truly help. You're right. There's been a lot of discussion amongst politicians at the local, provincial, federal level. All the industry voices are talking, but it's like you know Canada. When will we, when will we become a serious country? and deal with these things. I'm afraid, and I've said it, maybe I'm not making friends at a government level, but the federal government is treating the, the vaccine mandates as a wedge issue. But anybody I speak to in public policy at the carriers at the airport say the federal government is reading the tea leaves of public opinion wrong. Your question is specifically about, you know, conflating Air Canada and Pearson. It, it, it's just probably, you know, it's happening because Air Canada is the, the nation's largest airline and their largest hub is, is Toronto. And similarly, WestJet, our number two carrier, their second largest hub after Calgary is Toronto. So, you know, the public, you know, they don't, they don't really care. They don't want to differentiate. They bought a ticket. They're going from A to B. They want to come home. And Air Canada, Pearson, government maybe, and they, they mix it all up. But again, as I said a few minutes ago, we risk doing serious harm. Passengers globally can make a decision where they connect. A traveler in, in the UK or Europe trying to get to Mexico might elect to take Air Canada or WestJet, maybe Transat via Canada on that connection. And when they see this chaos, they might just take a hard pass or they might take a pass where they realize, you know what, I can travel British Airways or another carrier and not have to mask up the second you board Air Canada, again, mask on. So, uh, so that's a problem for us. Hmm. Um, for those who might be saying, oh, you know what, I'm just not going to travel for the summer season because of all the predictions of the chaos that's coming. Uh, what do you think about fall? I, I, are people 
What, you know, can, can you crystal ball this? Will it be better by the fall? Yeah, I will crystal ball this. So first of all, in the U.S. marketplace, the summer is essentially sold out, close to being sold in Canada. I mean, that nobody, you know, that the surge is just unbelievable in demand. Although we knew summer of last year, we were going to see a, a big surge this summer. So shame on the government for not being prepared with adequate, sta adequate staffing for paths of security screening and also for customs immigration. Uh, this fall is, for airlines in general in Canada, it becomes a, a tougher season because you're past the summer peak. And how do you sell? Maybe it's before the, the sun season, which sort of kicks off late November, early December. And the challenge we're going to face this, this, uh, this fall is not just have we fixed the security screening and the customs issues, but the airlines are facing massive spikes in fuel bills, labor cost inputs, like all these inflationary pressures we in general are facing. And you know, once we get to this fall, we're afraid that the average consumer is not going to be able to shoulder any longer these types of cost increases the carriers need to pass through. So we could see actually a real hit to travel or demand. Now, by the way, ironically, lower demand, you might have less people surging through security or through customs, uh, but that's not the way to approach this. We've got to put a, a permanent fix in place, starting with CATS, the security agency, absolute disaster. There was a review of Canada's Transportation Act in 2015. It was tabled in the House of Commons in 2016. Virtually every senior aviation executive in this country in 2015 said on that commission that the security agency is a disaster, lack of senior accountability, lack of training, lack of updated technology, the list goes on and on and on. Um, and so we identify those issues and the fact that we are still where we are today is I actually would say is, is unsurprising, but it's, it's actually sad because the travel industry from airlines to airports, travel counselors, tour operators, hospitality, hotels, um, restaurants, entertainment venues, we suffered immeasurably during the pandemic and we're just starting to get going now. And we've got a government that is flat footed using especially the the ongoing COVID protocols as a wedge issue. They're hoping, again, as I said earlier, that you know the you know the conservatives, the opposition say this is you know this is this is ridiculous, and then hope you know then the liberals hope to come back and say, well, the conservatives are soft on on pandemic measures. It's just not going to work any longer. Again, as I said, they are misreading the tea leaves. You've got voters of all stripes that are upset with this. They're not going to put up with this, and the minister. Of public health, the minister of transport, and the prime minister have got to get their hands out of the uh, around this thing, PDQ, and get this something solved in the next couple of weeks. They've announced okay. that the pandemic measures will stay in place. All right, Robert, I got, I got, to, I got to just jump in there. I got, I'm out of runway. Appreciate your time today. Thanks sure. so much. No, no worries. All right, that's, then. That's Robert Kokonis, president and managing director of AirTrav Inc.